It's time for The Rush with Butkus Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got an opinion? Make your voice heard on the law offices of Rod Polston, Oklahoma Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Sound off on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's time for The Rush with Butkus Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. It ain't ever good enough. It ain't ever good enough. It ain't good enough. There's always a little bit of a feeling out period, you know, whether you got a new player that's come on campus or you got a new staff. There's always like this little period of, Oh, yeah, not bad, but here's how we want you to do it, and we're trying to do it this way, and I know you may have done it like like this before, but here's how we're trying to do it now. There's like a little bit of a, of a transition. Yeah, I know USC's never used kettlebells before in their workouts, <laughs> but we believe kettlebells will take us over the top. That's what we believe in. Like that? Is that what you're talking about? Yes, God, that's, what that's, what that's exactly that's what, what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, but... There becomes a moment where everyone's like, okay, it just got real. And I don't know if they've had that moment yet. If they have not, it's approaching. It's approaching. Because there's a thing that coaches do where I think there's like a conference before practice or before workout where they say, okay, Today's the day, and it really doesn't matter what your practice is like or what the workout is is like. The coaches are going to be that type of coach that day. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they're they're going to be exactly this. That's right. It ain't never good enough. That's right. And that I I think there's maybe that's a glimpse into uh, like that that's about to come or maybe they just had it and that was like the moment I don't know but uh you get the feeling like uh they're okay this has all been fun here's your new little you know rehab equipment that we got you it's all all good we're all happy okay now let's put that away and it's time to get to work and I think it's about to get real yeah everyone was real excited seeing that on social media last night but then I had to like laugh and roll my eyes I saw a Texas fan on Twitter saying like all right OU fans I say this with all sincerity like be careful because we've seen this side too it's easy to fall in love of all these great videos that come out they're gonna change the program and the toughness and the mentality I was like Whoa, 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 Texas fan. Let's not compare Brent Venables and his track record and what he's about to a guy that would soon flip off the cameras at the Longhorn Network, mock an opposing quarterback on the sidelines, and pretty much all around act like the biggest tool in all of college football. Let's let's not try and make that comparison here. I I don't think that that's right. I don't know that anything has happened so far at OU where... We've said, okay, Texas was right about this. (laughs) Seriously. Now, Texas, on the other hand, 
they've they could have consulted Oklahoma fans after we saw Tom Herman try and break that locker with that sledgehammer. Oh my gosh, that was the and best. we could have saved them a lot of pain and suffering and a lot of time. It may have cost them some money up front, okay, but we could have saved them some serious time if they just would have listened. Everyone knew at that moment when you saw him swing that sledgehammer that this guy cannot be yeah. a head football Well, coach. and there in itself is the difference in the two programs, right? Could you ever see Joe Castiglione hiring a guy like that? I know that he did hire Muleshoe, okay, mm-hmm. so that doesn't look all great. But I refuse to believe that he'd ever hire someone with the uh, character flaws that that guy has. Yeah, because he was at the moment, and he had done some good things. Don't get me wrong. Tom Herman had done some good things, but he was the flavor of the week. Yeah, he was. And since Texas has been in the market for coaches so often recently that that's kind of the, the direction that they've gone. Flavor of the week. I, I uh, told this to you to start the show today, and I still don't understand why all the national media, they're the exact same people. On one hand, they always praise, praise Joe Castiglione, call him the best athletic director in the country, which is true. Yeah, They say he's awesome. They nominate him for awards, all this stuff. Oh, Joe C. is the, the best AD in college sports, and I agree with him on that. But then he makes a football hire, and they trash that hire. Like you, you, you can't have it both ways. It's either one or the other. Either you think Joe Castiglione is awesome and you trust him with the football hire, or I, I don't, I don't. That's yeah. that's what I don't understand here. Well, yeah, I, and it's like there's a you can make a hire as, as an AD, even an AD with a history as good as Joe C's. You can make a hire, and people can look at it and say, okay. There's a reason to question this one, right? But there's there's not with Brent Venables. No. There's not. No, there's not. The only thing that you can even look at and question, and I don't even know that this is necessarily a – it's not like a, a bad thing, is that he was reluctant to take a head coaching job. Like That's the only thing that you, you have to wonder about. And to me, it's – Answer it as easy as, well, he was waiting on a job like Oklahoma. Patience is something that you got to have as a college football coach. That's about as much of a test as you can ask for when it comes to patience, right? Yeah. Yeah. Most other guys would jump at any a lot of different jobs in his situation, and he, he has it. He was waiting around for the I, – I don't, I don't view that as a negative at all. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't either. I, Brent Venables is one of the most accomplished – coaches in all of college football truth head coaches included so he is more than prepared you know more than qualified more than ready more than capable and you know now that doesn't mean that it's going to be easy and that anything's guaranteed but from what it looks like to me the support that he asked for before he took the job, the resources that he asked for before he took the job, those have been granted. And you may even say that, you know, maybe it wasn't necessarily Lincoln Riley or, or anyone else that's been holding Oklahoma back. Maybe it's been 
the lack of commitment to some of these extra resources that the big dogs, like we've been able to get by and be close without doing a lot of the things that the other places do, right? We've been able to do that. And and that's a credit to to Oklahoma. We probably, like bottom line with what we spend is probably way below what a lot of others spend. But, you know, if you want to go win a championship, think, you gotta you gotta pay to play, and those resources have been given to Venables, and he's putting them to good work already. Well, he may be putting those to good work, but uh, apparently he did not win the transfer portal battle this off season, according to twenty four seven sports dot com. In yeah. fact, when twenty four seven ranks who won and lost in the transfer portal in the Big Twelve, right? In the Big Twelve, OU lost. They ranked ninth this off season. Um, in portal additions versus uh, portal losses. Texas was number one because oh, they got Quinn Ewers and they got a Wyoming wide receiver that had 44 catches last year and an Alabama tight end that played really poorly in the national championship game, Jaleel Billingsley. Uh, Kansas State was two. Baylor was three. Tech was four. KU was five. Iowa State was six. TCU was seven. West Virginia, eight. Oklahoma was at number nine with 12 departures and 10 newcomers. Lost Mario Williams, Jaden Hazelwood, Austin Stogner, and a couple quarterbacks, and they didn't bring enough other guys in to supplement all the players they lost. What the hell is going on with people? What the hell's going on with people? I don't know, man. Texas, the number one team. They lost 14 people in the transfer portal, or departures, whatever that means, and they gained four. Yeah, yeah, but they're number one, because Quinn Ewers is apparently so awesome. Quinn Ewers has never thrown a pass in college football that I know of. What the hell's going on here? <laughs> Just let- am, I going, am I losing my mind? What, what is happening? I'm honestly starting to think, are we all around here just losing our mind, because... Dude, everyone else just has this exact opposite reaction that we do. It's nuts. Baylor is number three. They added one guy. And lost four. And lost four. Kansas is ranked higher than Oklahoma in winning the transfer portal. Lost 12 guys, gained seven. What are we doing? And, and let's remember Iowa that o- State lost 15 guys and gained two newcomers, and here we go. They're, they're a winner over Oklahoma. Let's all remember that OU gained a quarterback via the portal where at most a handful of guys had the same amount of passing yards as he's had in college football. Oh, this yeah. is absurd. Ninth, man. OU is a net negative in the transfer portal this offseason. Well, we're, right. we're dead last – there's no one else that's ranked behind us. I guess maybe someone has a Oklahoma a... State, that, they were an incomplete. They had 12 departures and zero newcomers. So, Well, hey, I, I don't know why they're not ranked ahead of us. This is absurd, dude. What's going on? Is this... Who wrote this article? Is this, is this 247? 20, yeah, this, yeah, 24-7 wrote this article. 
What do they do? Are they basing it off of how they ranked these guys coming out of high school or something? Yeah, they give them a ranking. I think they they re-rank them maybe going back in the portal. They had Caleb Williams probably at like a 99 or 100. They think that, and I laughed at this one too. They had a, another story out today. They were ranking the 10 best wide receivers coming back, and they had Mario Williams at number 10. I was like, ugh, okay. In the country? Yeah. Mm. Okay, guys. Everyone is just so... I don't know. Everyone's just so high on the guys that left. They think it's going to go out to the West Coast and dominate. I, I I don't know. It's all here's what it is. It's all analytics driven. This crap is, and this is one of the many reasons why I hate analytics. It's all numbers driven, which the numbers are wrong, by the way. And there's not really any sense that's taking place looking at it and saying, okay, they 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 lost more guys than they've gained, but in some ways could they be a net negative in some areas? Is Dylan Gabriel actually better than the two previous quarterbacks that left? And if you have any football knowledge at all, you say that yes. Oh, you could actually come out better at the quarterback position than what they just what they had leave. Well I don't know, it's whatever. It's stupid. They make themselves look stupid, but I guess everyone just reads everything, throws it away, and, and like there's no pushback on anything, so they don't even try. I mean, I, I think Mario Williams is uh, a fine player. Okay, I do. I think he's. I think he's fine. There's been no indication so far from Mario Williams that he's a top ten wide receiver in college football. None. None at all. None. I mean, he was just a true freshman, so I. There's going to be some growth there, and and I'll give him that. But he was the fourth receiver on, on OU last year. Yeah, and they gave him every opportunity to be the number one or number two receiver when the season started last year, and they he could not he couldn't get over the hump and break in that role. They yeah. really tried to force feed him early on last year, and it didn't work out. I mean, they forced the ball to him against Tulane the first game of the year, like. Yeah, they threw it. He had six catches in the first game of the season, and never, never hit that total again. Which six for thirty-seven, by the way, um, you know, and that's his first game. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hammer the kid, but uh, he could never make that first guy miss, like you know, like you would think to turn those those plays into explosive ones. So I don't know, man. It's fine. I mean, whatever. I, I'm not. I I do get worked up about it sometimes, but. I'll just sit back and wait because the narrative on these two guys, Muleshoe and Brent Venables, is going to flip flop. I'm just, I'm just telling you right now, it's the the narrative on that guy out west is gonna is gonna flip pretty quickly. I I don't I don't know like who runs two four seven sport. I don't know like in, anything really about them. I use their stuff for the recruiting rankings and all of that, which is fine, I guess. But here's a little bit of advice for anyone over at 247 that cares to listen for a second. If you have an article or a formula and you're going to pick the Big 12's biggest winners and losers in the transfer portal and your formula has spit out the result that has Oklahoma who added 10 guys, one of them is a, a college quarterback that's you know what, 70 touchdowns and 8,000 yards passing, and they've had 10 newcomers, and your formula spits Oklahoma out as dead last in the transfer portal in the Big 12 whenever Iowa State lost 15 guys and gained two players, 
You need to wad up your formula and throw it in the trash and start over. Don't post the article because you all look like morons yet again. If anyone ever cares to learn anything about Oklahoma's program, why don't you pick up the damn phone and ask someone who follows the team? Uh, yeah, I'm calling it in 24 hours. Teddy will now try to tackle uh, 24-7 sports via Twitter. Dead Twitter fingers is going to get after him. Don't worry. But how does that happen? Uh, dude, it's stupid analytics-driven crap. Don't let it get to you. They don't know what they're talking about. It's fine. Oh, how could we have ever predicted that the team who came in dead last in the transfer portal rankings that we had in the offseason won the conference and won it going away? Won the conference. If they go 7-5 and five next year, Brent Venables will be Big 12 head coach of the year. He Shocker. won't even have to split it with anybody like they normally do. Shocker. Oklahoma, the biggest loser in college football in the transfer portal, somehow – Still managed to win the conference. Just flat out amazing. Wow. Yeah. They won't even put... Here's how stupid it is. Oklahoma State is an incomplete. They've lost 12 guys. Added zero. They won't even put them below Oklahoma. <laughs> how the hell is that... How is that possible? That's not an incomplete rating. That means you're... Worse than Oklahoma by far. I think they designed this formula for you to come after them on Twitter. I think that that's what they want. They want to join the party. Everyone else is getting slammed by, or you're slamming everyone else out there. Incomplete. They want to be next. Well, incomplete. You know, everyone else's transfer portal window, I guess, is over, except for Oklahoma State. They get an incomplete. No one else gets an incomplete. I guess no one else can add anyone in the transfer portal. Only Oklahoma State can. We're number one, Teddy. Don't get so heated, my dude. Crying face emoji. Let them write their crappy clickbait articles. It's only creating an OU versus the world mentality that we're going to thrive on. Well, they suck. 247 Sports sucks. And their formula for transfer portals sucks. Stupid. You think Parker stinks then, too? Is that a direct shot at him? It if is he his came birthday. Up, if he came up with the formula, Man. I hate to tell you. Mean thing to say on his birthday. He is 23 years old today. Come on. Happy birthday, mm-hmm. Parker. Quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. Stay tuned. This hour of The Rush is brought to you by Riverwind Casino. Casino and hotel. Over 2,700 electronic games. 30 game tables. A 24-7 poker room. And the best in concerts and comedy. Riverwind Casino, just south of Norman on Highway 9 and I-35. At Lander Chevrolet of Norman, we know how important a good start can be. And you feel good when you're prepared for the road ahead. Start every day the right way in a new Chevrolet from Lander's. Plus, with Lander Service Direct, we offer free pickup and delivery for service appointments. From our store to your door, schedule your appointment now at LanderChevroletNorman.com today. Find new roads. you feel good about Lander's. Yeah, hi there. My name is Bob and I, I need some help. Uh, I haven't filed my taxes in over five years. Um, I haven't told my wife about it and I really need to figure this thing out. Hi, uh, my husband and I owe about $14,000 in back taxes and I'm afraid uh, we might end up losing our business. I really don't want that to happen. I'm Rod Polston, founder at Polston Tax. We get calls like these all the time. Good, hardworking people who don't know where to turn when they're facing tax problems. Yeah, I've been getting these letters from the IRS. 
I don't know what I should do. At Polston Tax, we know what to do when it comes to dealing with the IRS. We've helped more than 2,000 individuals in the last year alone save over $17 million in back taxes. Call us today for a no-risk-free consultation so we can develop a plan specifically for you. Call Polston Tax at 405-928-5597. That's 405-928-5597. Join the Unlimited Club at Oki Express Auto Wash. Then you can wash your car every day for one low monthly price. And right now, save half off your first month. Oki Express Auto Wash, where you can wash your car every day for one low monthly price. Buffalo Wild Wings win-win value lineup gives you and your friends more for less. With buy one, get one half off traditional wings every Tuesday. Buy one, get one free boneless wings every Thursday. And $3 tolls every day. Only at Buffalo Wild Wings. Hey guys, it's TJ here for my friends over at Joe's Wines and Spirits. When you're looking for the best liquor store in town where you can get professional advice, then go see Kathy and her staff. They also have great specials this February on Crown Royal Peach Whiskey, Rum Chata, and Red's Hard Apple. It's important to shop local, so head over to Joe's. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. and noon to 5 p.m. on Sunday. Follow their Facebook page for the latest information, and you can also call ahead for your order. 405-364-9262. I'm Josh Edge, Market President of Armstrong Bank in Norman. I'm excited to share that Armstrong Bank is updating our look to better reflect who we are. We've changed our logo, but the people and values behind our bank are still rock solid. We're still committed to serving our customers, investing in the community, and helping each other along the way. When you bank here, you're part of the Armstrong Bank family. That will never change. Look for our new logo around town. We're eager to share it with you. Armstrong.Bank, member FDIC. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat, and apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. No matter where you live, you care about one thing during bad weather. Keeping your family safe. Scissortail Roofing and Construction is here to ensure just that. Whether it's damage from strong winds or the recent hailstorm, we will handle your insurance claim from start to finish. Call us today at 405-928-8089 or visit us online at scissortailroofing.com for a free estimate. Hit by hail? Call Scissortail today, your local Norman family-owned roofing company. It is Rush on the Ref. Tyler and Teddy inside the Brown O'Haver studio. I know my man good enough here. We've worked together for about seven or eight years. One thing that's sure to calm him down is some Bob Marley. Love it. This is my golf course uh, music. <laughs> so I don't wrap my putter around a tree or something. <laughs> is this your go-to Bob Marley song to chill Oh yeah, bounce? That's right. Uh, text line is all over that, man. Uh, I live for days when Teddy gets this PO'd. It's the best. Well, it's basically every single day. The highlight of my day is when Teddy goes on rants. Uh, our buddy Kurt G up there in Tulsa, I was uh, driving home from work and was cracking up. You got to love it. I just don't understand. 
it's, well, I guess I do understand, but it's all shoot from the hip. I bet I could, I bet I have another article here. Nah, you won't get nearly as upset. This will be more of like an annoyed roll your eyes emoji right Right. here. Ten games that will shape the college football playoff in 2022 by Heather Dinich of ESPN. Number one, Michigan at Ohio State. Um, Okay. Okay, right. Fine, right? Maybe it doesn't deserve to be number one, but okay. Number two, Notre Dame at Ohio State. Again, that's fine. Now, is that one early or late? It's week one. Week one, okay. Yeah, yeah. Notre Dame at Ohio State. Eh, that takes away from shaping it, right? Georgia and Oregon, week one. Again, you can disagree with the order here, but mm-hmm. Georgia and Oregon, fine. A&M at Alabama. NC State at Clemson is at number five. Oh, God. Okay. Um, USC at Utah is at number six. You notice the trend that we're going on here, right? right. Then we get all the way to number nine. Uh, by the way, Miami at A&M is before that. Michigan State at Michigan is before that. Number nine, there's one Big 12 game on here. And yes, you will not be shocked when it has nothing to do with Oklahoma. Oklahoma State at Baylor, according to Heather Dinich, is the only game in the Big 12 that will shape the 2022 college football playoff race. Cincinnati at Arkansas will. Miami at A&M will. USC at Utah will. NC State at Clemson will. Hell, OSU at Baylor will, but no OU games will next season. OSU at Baylor. If Oklahoma State is going to take the next steps this fall, it starts here, writes Dinich. The winner is in a better position to reach both the Big 12 title game and the college football playoff, while the loser will be under enormous pressure to win out. Wow. The winner's got a better chance to make it than the loser. Groundbreaking stuff there. Let's see. It sounds to me like all she did is go back and say, who played in the Big 12 championship last year? Oh, Baylor and Oklahoma State. At least she got that one right, though. That's going to be the biggest game in the Big 12 next year, and it's going to really shape the college football playoff. See, this just goes back to the point. Not only does nobody know what the hell they're talking about, they don't even pretend to care <laughs> to know what they're talking I've about. I've watched college football uh, studio shows for long enough. Uh, the OG fans will remember Mark May and Lou Holtz in studio. Right. Well, a lot of us have known this for a while. Yeah, well. Uh, they, they still put Joey Galloway on TV covering the sport. Networks don't care either if their uh, talent knows anything about the sport or not. I'll say, you know. I think Baylor is going to be a good football team next year. I do. Um, they're not going to be as good as they were last year. I don't I don't believe. I, I agree with that. They'll still be good, but they won't be as good as last year. Coached really well. Love their system, both offensively and defensively. Oklahoma State is – Oklahoma State had a really good team last year. And I think they, I think they really found their their comfort zone and how to play. They found their recipe for success, and it was different than what it had been in years past, where they were trying to score. And you know that's what Oklahoma State has been recently. They totally flipped, and they started playing some some really good ball. I, I just I don't think they're going to be able to recreate that formula. 
And I also don't think they're going to be able to score in bunches. No, so I, no. I think they're going to be kind of in no man's land. You and I know exactly what last year was. And give them credit for it. Last year was the year that they'll have every, what, five to six years or so where everything lines up. They've got a lot of guys coming back that's played a lot of football. And it all falls into place, and then they end up having a really good team. And there's no there's no shame in that at all, but we, we recognize it for what it is. That was last year. And they're not a program that's going to replicate – that type of success the very next year. I, just, right. that, I mean, it's just not going to happen. So I expect OSU to pick, take a pretty big step back. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I, wouldn't, I don't know what necessarily – what game next year in the Big 12 is, is the one that's going to shape the playoff the most. OU, OU and Baylor, that's the one that will. That's, they're the two best teams. Well, yeah, maybe, but there could be a good chance that, that Baylor's a multiple loss team by you know by the time we play them. Well, then there's probably no game that will impact the I'm college saying. football playoff race. Then, if that's the case, God, I'm clowning on NC State and Clemson being a legitimate game. Maybe if uh, the Big Twelve doesn't have any, somehow it ends up on the list. So I'm saying is like I don't know. I, I don't even know like how to how to predict it. I I think Oklahoma is the only team that, at least right now, things could change that I would see that would have the ability to make the playoff next year. And I'll say this: that I think we could make the playoff because of our schedule. I don't. As of right now, I'm not anywhere near predicting a any type of playoff win or or that. You know, we would even have a team that's it's as good as some of our previous playoff teams. I, that I don't know, but I don't see anyone else as of right now that looks like a, a playoff type of contender. So, like, it could be the OU Kansas State game could be the biggest. Yeah, I am. Factor. I am a little bit annoyed, uh, a lot annoyed actually, at the groupthink that is taking place right now with the national media, and that's exactly what it is: is groupthink. I have no issue with everyone thinking that Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State are going to be good next year. I think Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State are going to be really good next year. But in terms of like those you know, teams that could surprise or dark horse teams, whatever you want to call them, everyone all seems to be on the same page. It's all groupthink when it comes to North Carolina State, Arkansas, A&M, and USC. You, you get what I mean. Like No one has a differing opinion on the teams outside of the top three. Everyone thinks OU's going to suck, and some of these other teams that haven't been relevant in over a decade are all of a sudden everyone is groupthink and thinks that they're going to make this big run next year, and they're a college football playoff team. Yeah. I don't know. I, NC State, to me, and I'll just tell you, I haven't, I haven't hardly seen much of NC State. That's really not in my range of expertise so I can't necessarily comment a whole lot on how good NC State's going to be, but uh, Utah and USC. Yeah, no, no. I mean, that's a joke, man. That's such a joke. I'll, I mean, I, Utah is. They are built perfectly for shoving Lincoln Riley's nose in it. Well, Oregon's about to be too if they're not already. Yeah, I, Oregon is. Like, 
I know Utah's got a great running game. They've got a good young quarterback. Their defense is is tough as hell. Um, they've got an attitude on their coaching staff and how they're coached. I mean, that team is like that is a hard nosed football team. Not as talented as most of the other teams in their conference, but they play physical. It's a uh, Utah's about to be. Remember when you guys were going through off season workouts in the early two thousands, making fun of uh, Texas and you know how they went about things, the country club atmosphere. Yeah, and I'm not comparing Utah right now to early two thousands OU, but if there is a comparison, I have a feeling that Utah and their toughness mentality will soon, if they're not already. You know their off season will be about making fun of USC and how soft and how country club of a mentality it is over there. Yeah, there's some comparisons in that respect. Yeah, uh, yeah, probably so, probably so. But yeah, because I mean they had a had a really good year last year, not getting a whole lot of respect for for what they accomplished. It's just okay. Here we go, Oregon and USC, just forgetting about Utah. Um, that could be a mistake. All right, quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. A couple of segments left. Stay tuned. This hour of The Rush is brought to you by Riverwind Casino. Casino and hotel. Over 2,700 electronic games. 30 game tables. A 24-7 poker room. And the best in concerts and comedy. Riverwind Casino, just south of Norman on Highway 9 and I-35. Golf fans, have you heard the news? The Gimme Zone, the ref's newest radio show, is coming your way on Saturdays from 10 to noon, featuring PGA Tour players, top college athletes, the latest in the high school golf scene, and, of course, great golf talk. It's the only golf show broadcasted across the entire state of Oklahoma. There's no laying up from us, and it's not your ordinary golf show. It looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole! Tune in on Saturdays from 10 to noon for the Gimme Zone on the ref. At Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman, we know how important a good start can be. And you feel good when you're prepared for the road ahead. Start every day the right way in a new Chrysler Dodge Jeep or Ram from Landers. Right now, during the President's Day sales event, we have new vehicles arriving daily. Plus, you can start building the car, truck, or SUV of your dreams online. Start a custom pre-order today at LandersCDJRNorman.com. You feel good about Landers. Every three hours, somebody is hit by a train in the United States. Many of these incidents involve new drivers. A train hitting your car would be like this hammer hitting a full can of soda. What? Actually, Tommy, a train hitting your car would be like a car crushing a soda can with you and all your passengers inside. Pay attention to crossing signs and warning signals and always expect the train at any railroad crossing. Go check out our full video and enter to win prizes at oli.org slash drivesafe. The Women's Choice Awards are in for 2021, naming Norman Regional Health System as one of the country's best hospitals in multiple categories. These awards put Norman Regional in the top 10% in heart, stroke, and emergency care in the country. Norman Regional undergoes rigorous evaluations and prides itself on offering personalized care that caters to the needs of women. Visit normanregional.com to learn more. When you support the Y, you're supporting more than healthy lifestyles. You're supporting the values and programs that strengthen your community. You're supporting a place where kids learn to be safer on water, a place where teamwork is born, and a place where bullying is overcome. At the Y, children learn what they can achieve, families spend quality time together, and we all build relationships that deepen our sense of belonging. 
For more than a workout, for a better us, support the Y. Visit ymcanorman.org to learn about your community Y and support us today. No matter where you live, you care about one thing during bad weather, keeping your family safe. Scissortail Roofing and Construction is here to ensure just that. Whether it's damage from strong winds or the recent hailstorm, we will handle your insurance claim from start to finish. Call us today at 405-928-8089 or visit us online at scissortailroofing.com for a free estimate. Hit by hail? Call Scissortail today, your local Norman family-owned roofing company. Hey Oklahoma friends, let me tell you a little something about Rightway Insurance. They're an independent insurance company, which means they work for you. They can use their network of providers to search for better coverage and a better deal for your insurance policy. Give Rightway Insurance a call today at 405-607-6014. That's 405-607-6014 to find better, more affordable home and auto insurance. That's Rightway Insurance, 405-607-6014. Hi, I'm Trevor Turner with RK Black. RK Black is the leading provider of copier, fax, printer, scanner, document management, and information technology solutions to small and medium-sized organizations in and around Oklahoma. When you think of a big league company, think RK Black. RK Black is the official provider of the Oklahoma City Thunder with Sharp. Let RK Black and Sharp become your official service provider for your office needs. Visit us online at rkblack.com or call 943-9800. It is the rush on the ref right here on the home of Sooner fans. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman inside the Brown O'Haver studio. I will be at Brown O'Haver bright and early oh, yeah? at 6 a.m. tomorrow. Think yeah. T-Row will be in a good mood? Uh, no, I do not why? think that he will be in a good mood. He's been in a bad mood all week long. I don't know that why that would change on Friday. I think it, everyone's in a good mood on Friday. Happy Friday. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't think that he's going to be in a very good mood. Hmm. Why is he so down? The basketball team's not playing well? Probably, yeah. I think whenever, whenever things aren't going well, um, Toby he feels the brunt of it. He gets the calls in the morning. Um, he gets the complaints. Yeah, he feels the brunt of it. I tell you, who is in a good mood, or at least in a better mood, is Mike Steely. He was uh, back up here at the station today. Yeah. I'm still laughing at this. He told a story of when he was working, when he was in high school, senior year of high school, his parents made him go get a job. I heard this story. And he, they ended up by driving by the Arby's in Norman. Hey, Michael, look, they're hiring. And he had to go in there. Anyway, long story short, he was working one day. He had to wear one of those uh, old hats that they made you wear at Arby's. Yeah. He was uh, in charge of cooking the uh, potato cakes back there in the back. <laughs> And the Norman High cheerleaders walked in, and he hid in the walk-in freezer for like 15 <laughs> minutes so they wouldn't see him. Because there's no way they knew that Mike Steely worked at the uh, Norman Arby's back then. Yeah. God, that was so funny. You couldn't <laughs> lose your street cred. That's so funny. Um, I, I remember it was such a different time in high school. I, I knew basically in my head all of my friends – Basically, their work schedule with where they worked, even knew like the number to some of their work to call up there. It's so weird that 
Yeah, it's back when you had to memorize phone numbers. Yeah. But say, like, I graduated with 22 kids. I knew their first name. I knew their middle name. I knew their last name. I knew their address. I knew their parents', their parents name. I mean, everything. So when I hear people say, yeah, I went to uh, the OG Edmund, and I, I didn't even know everyone I graduated with, the, that thought to me is just wild. Like, what? Yeah, my, you were in a class with somebody you don't even know who they were? My wife graduated Norman with, like, 1,200 people before they – divided norman up it's nuts isn't it but it's it's so weird because i had a friend that worked at golden corral oh god bless that person yeah and i did did i tell the story when they quit no but is it as epic as the story yesterday where the guy is basically punching everyone inside at soccer games uh Mm. not quite but I used to call up to Golden Corral to talk to him for whatever reason. Like, what could I? What could not wait for him to get done at Golden Corral? But he was sent in to clean up a restroom. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. took his apron off, tossed it, said, "I'm done." Yeah, minimum wage uh, is not here. enough for this one right here. Sorry. Come pick me up. So me and some friends went and picked him up. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I commend that, man. I do, too. That, that's awesome. Sometimes you've had enough. Uh, speaking of not wanting to take any more crap, that's basically what Chris Beard said today when he was asked about the uh, interaction <laughs> with the OU fan. Nice, by he the way. He said, uh, quote, when the game's over, walking off the court and somebody's within touching reach and you start saying something personal, I'm not going to let that go by. That's a lie. Yeah, he, he he wasn't in touch, and he acts like someone was standing there the whole time, like in high school. Well, you just going to let him do that to you? You should let right. him do that? Wow, you should let him do that to you, bro? And he called him a traitor. It's not like he insulted his mother or something. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. Come on. Um, He's insecure. I mean, he, he obviously knows. Like, there's no other explanation at this point. I, if, if, if some college kid saying you're a traitor – triggers you that bad to where he's not in touching distance you had to walk across the baseline to go over to him and you are the one that puts yourself in touching distance but come on if it triggers you that bad you've got to be really thinking about it i would say that it sounds like a mule shoe thing to do um after he gets his ass kicked at utah this year 45 (laughs) to 3 he's walking off the field and some utah fan says Lincoln Riley's a traitor, but he doesn't have the stones to walk up to, to someone and confront them. We all know that. Yeah, he'll get his feelings hurt, no doubt, but he doesn't. He didn't have the stones to walk up to somebody and say something. Now, at least you, Chris Beard has that. Do you think that? Do you think that Lincoln will get anything like that from opposing fan bases? Hundred percent, man. Or well, he is are in, there opposing? He fan is bases in the pack. Yeah, I was about to say he is in the Pac-12 and any other conference. Absolutely. But the only time it's going to happen is if uh, OU fans out on the West Coast make a trip to a USC home game or an away game, which I don't, I do not, I don't, I don't put it past. Especially if SC has a great year, one of the best years they've had in about 15 years, and makes it to the Alamo Bowl. There's a chance that some OU fans could show up to that. I was about to say, do they play at Colorado this year? Oh, God. You could probably get a bunch of OU fans out there on that weekend. Well, you don't need OU fans with Colorado fans out there. Those kids are, ugh. Yeah. Those are some bad fans. Now, hang on a second. Colorado has bad fans. You're still hanging on to that 18 years ago road yes. game up yes, there. Yes, I am hanging on to that. They were awful. Yeah. 
Let's see. But notoriously, the kids that go to see you um, are thought of as rich, spoiled kids that turned out to be big time brats. Yeah. Man, they've got. They're at Stanford, at Oregon State, at Utah, at Arizona, and then at UCLA. So, hmm, not much of an opportunity for OU fans to show up and uh, give them the business. But we will be flying our uh, our sign behind an airplane that says "Rush Three, Drop Eight. Yeah, I tell you who they the win. who they will play in the. They do play a bunch of lame uh, fan bases this year, but uh, the twenty is it twenty twenty three that they do this or twenty four? They play LSU at some point in Vegas. Nice. Remember when they when they did the they scheduled the alliance yeah. last year, and then like a few days after that, it's like, oh, by the way, USC and LSU. I, I think it was USC. Yeah. They're going to play in Vegas at some point. Well, yeah, twenty twenty four. Which God, Muleshoe will probably be the head coach of the Chargers by then. He won't be at <laughs> SC that long. Did you see what Gene Smith said yesterday or the day before? Ohio State AD. Yeah. Now what he say? Well, basically, he he called time of death on the alliance. Well, yeah, of course. It was a we. It's something we made fun of from the beginning. Yeah, like, you guys can't like. It's a cute idea, but I don't. He was it's like, not no, gonna work. that's not gonna happen. Which tells me that, like, I think the allowance or, or the allowance, the alliance was made in response to OU and Texas to the SEC, and. OU in Texas to the SEC was viewed as they wouldn't make that move unless there was an expanded playoff. And the alliance, I think, was like a group fighting against an expanded playoff. And when Gene Smith comes out and says, yeah, we're not going to that, – that thing's kind of dead. That's done. That tells me that I, I'd expect an announcement on an expanded playoff yeah. coming up at some point. Yeah. Um, we talk pretty regularly about how awful LSU fans were during that Sugar Bowl trip, mm-hmm. but we'll we'll root for the worst version of those guys. Twenty twenty four in Vegas of all places, you know some yeah. some people can handle Vegas, some can't. Um, me being one of those, yeah. I feel LSU like- fans will not be able to handle Vegas, and I hope they just oh, I hope they destroy him. No doubt, no doubt, and. That'll be interesting to see what type of LSU team they catch. You know, you may catch a like – LSU is either bad or really good. There's really no in-between there. Not there? much of an in-between. Either bad or really, really good. And we'll see what we'll see what Brian Kelly can do down there. It's still shocking that he's the head coach at LSU, isn't it? It's the most odd fit in college football that we've seemingly seen in, in quite some time. I don't feel like Brian Kelly will handle Vegas very well either. God, LSU will be hung over that day and still win by 21. Ooh. Man, you know, the Brian Kelly to LSU thing is not that unlike Saban from Michigan State to LSU. You know, a guy that had coached mo- uh, mainly in the Midwest and then here he goes down to LSU. It's just kind of It's just kind of an interesting move. Like, I wouldn't have... Never would I have picked Brian Kelly to go to LSU. Especially when Saban had those big old glasses on back yeah. in the day, you know? Big glasses in the huge Cleveland Browns starter jacket. Awesome. Do you think uh, he got rid of those glasses because LSU fans were like, nerd? 
<laughs> I can see him doing that. I, I think Miss Terry finally uh, talked him out of him. All right, quick time out. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap up the day next. Stay tuned. Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas are just what you need on your drive home. It's the rush weekday afternoons from 2 to 6 on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. At Lander Chevrolet of Norman, we know how important a good start can be. And you feel good when you're prepared for the road ahead. Start every day the right way in a new Chevrolet from Landers. Plus, with Lander Service Direct, we offer free pickup and delivery for service appointments. From our store to your door, schedule your appointment now at LanderChevroletNorman.com today. Find new roads. You'll feel good about Landers. It's baseball time in Oklahoma. And your Sooners are excited to welcome all their fans back to L. Dell Mitchell Park this season. This year's 30-game home slate features series against Baylor, Texas, Kansas State, and more. Season tickets and single-game tickets are on sale now. Group discounts are available all season long. For tickets and more information, visit Soonersports.com slash tickets. Boomer Sooner. A call. 